tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do. I am here to rock. That's right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got a great episode for you. We have uh, Oli Demigard dropping some serious knowledge on us, and I thoroughly enjoy it. I'm going to get through this real quick. Guys, I want you to come see me live. I'm going to be in New Jersey, Morris Plain, New Jersey, at the ha- uh, at the Dojo of Comedy inside Tiff's. You need to go to samtriple.com or tiffs.com to grab tickets. I'm there this Thursday all the way to Saturday. That's March 4th through the 6th. Then on on the 10th, I am live in Texas. I am uh, at the flowfest.com. Go to f-l-o-t-e-fest.com and check out the, again, you can go to samtriple.com. You can find those right there. Got some wonderful stuff going on. Check out my premium content. Go to go to patreon.com slash timfallhat, patreon.com slash Brian Callen, patreon.com slash Broken Sim. And uh, any of those, you can get premium content uh, at your fingertips. I also have some wonderful shows on Rockfin. R-O-K-F-I-N.com. You can check out my spiritual show. It's called Zero. And you can also check out my sports show called The Grace of All Time Sports Talk. Uh, It's all available there on Rockfin. $10 for everybody's content. Please go check it out. Everyone who does absolutely loves it. Again, uh, if you want to see this, watch it. All the videos for everything that I do are all available on samtriple.com. You can find Tim Fall Hat, bro, uh, Broken Simulation, Punch Drunk, you name it, it's there. And we're going to be having premium Sam Tripoli premium content coming. Peak Tripoli will be available on there as well. Okay. Uh, if you guys want t-shirts, we only have a couple t-shirts left of the fisting the machine. Okay. I think we have like 20 go to tinfallhattshirts.com or you can go to samtriple.com. They're there as well. Oh, and if you would like some cups or hats, go to tinfallhatswag.com. All that more. Please enjoy the show with Oli Demgard. It is amazing. All right, and let's get into it. I mean, like, I could do a giant intro, but this man needs no intro. His his last name has became a has become a verb. Uh, we're super excited to have him. Uh, we he was supposed to be on a little earlier, but due to timing, it just got a little crazy. But you know what? Here we are. We're in the middle of it. It's an honor and privilege to bring back our returning champion. Please welcome Oli Demigard. How are you, brother? 
I'm super good and thank you so much, Sam. And uh, I'm very sorry once again that I caused you problems last time that I was because I double booked and my bad. No, hey, man, we're just and we're just excited that we could even have you on. So thank you for coming on our little show. Uh, a lot of stuff to get into, but I kind of just want to let you take it away. You kind of gave us a little taste before the show and I'm cool just starting right there. Only we li- since we last talked craziness has happened uh, a, 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 a global lockdown and you know it, and it you know based on what we were talking about a little bit before the show it could have been way worse and so i just kind of want to hear what you have to say and i'm gonna give you the floor and go for it brother okay so what i would like to suggest is uh, that i will rewind the tape a little bit and take you on a trip uh, down memory lane which will show you that Corona was not just a virus that uh, appeared out of nowhere, uh, that it's been part of a major massive operation, and that it was also the the thing that we experience now is a pink and fluffy version of what had been planned. So I would like to take you back to October of 2019. If you remember, uh, the first cases of corona started to appearing around the 1st of January 2020. Now they, they changed that, those dates, but that was when they started appearing. So this is like two and a half months before. That was at a time when nobody had heard about corona. And I was on tour in Sweden. And, um, you know, sometimes I feel that I'm... I'm, it's almost like being in the matrix and I'm down on a game board stumbling around in the fog down here on the street level trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And then other forces are at state, you know, working behind the scenes, good and evil and whatever. And sometimes I feel like we're just being used as part of whatever is going on. You know, so I, I sometimes feel that I'm being led into evidence that is just absolutely mind-blowing that the uh, Ordinary people wouldn't even react over, but it's just a nerd like this one, like Mr. Rainman in this area, that just like, holy crap, what is this? And so while in Sweden, I was uh, on a tour, we were being heavily attacked because I, one of the things that I was exposing was the alleged uh, uh, truck attack in Stockholm 2017, where it said that uh, a foreigner who didn't get an asylum got pissed off. He hijacked a beer truck and then drove down a pedestrian street, killing five people and then uh, ramming the, the truck straight into a mall. That was sort of the, the official story, which looked very convincing to start with. But what I do is before I say anything, I spent like a couple of thousand hours looking into these major ones. And then I start talking. And one of the things that <clears throat> I... I found was that uh, it was just absolutely amazing because uh, what you have to see is that the people I've been tracking down for some four decades, it's not like in one country or another country. It's like a traveling tour of terror and and state deep state sponsored gladio uh, version of like a traveling theater group where they're performing different acts around the world with the same script most of the time, Allah Akbar, ISIS flag, drop the passport and boom. And so once uh, on tour, I was given this, uh, uh, this recorded, it's, it's like a Ted talk where there's this man called Ola Slettenmark who I never heard of him before, but he's, he was sort of the chief of security for, something called Sambeken, which means cooperation, 
in Stockholm, which is sort of the uh, organization that coordinates the ambulance, uh, the fire brigade, the police, the uh, secret police, uh, the government, the military, and so on, in case of emergencies. So a very important individual and a very important organization if it's done the way it should be done. And so this, it's, it's almost like a TED talk. It was recorded at a conference in the outskirts of Stockholm for people in the intelligence community, security, these type of things. And so I don't believe that that recording was meant to be leaked out to anyone except for the people on the inside. Anyway, he was doing a presentation called the drill that became reality. And when you look into so-called false flag operations, there's always a drill involved. And the drill is there to get vehicles in position, smoke bombs in position, get rid of, get rid of normal people out of the way. Uh, we need to practice here for your protection, so get the hell out of here. And then crisis actors in position, you know, caging, uh, toilet facilities, makeup, everything, just like a film set. It's very, very almost identical to a film set. And so anyway, he, he was doing the presentation called The Drill That Became Reality. And then he was describing what happened on the day of that terror attack. And one of the things he says out super clear, even with PowerPoint slides and stuff, like that one minute before the attack happened, he raised the terror threat level to maximum and contacted all the different organizations. One minute before it happened. How on earth is that possible? If you don't have a crystal ball or you're deeply involved, and I would say deeply, deeply, deeply involved. Also in the presentation, he goes minute by minute what happened the first hour. And this was like five hours before they even caught the guy that they claimed had done it. It's Lee Harvey Oswald again, you know, the whole thing. He did. He wasn't even there. And so he, in the first hour, they shut down all train tra- traffic, all subway traffic, all bus uh, bus lines. They locked in uh, big parts of the government. The defense ministry was locked down. There was uh, a military in the street. There were all of these SWAT teams. I mean, all of it in minutes, bam, 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 like this. How is that possible? It is not. So I thought, dear Mr. Ola Sletten, Mike, if, uh, if you ever want to see a terrorist, this is what they look like. You know? And the thing is that their downfall is that they're so arrogant you know, they know that they're untouchable. So they're, they have this arrogant uh, smell around them. They're moving around, floating on air, you know, like. And so <clears throat> I thought, okay, dear Mr. Ulla Slettermike, I'm going to make your life hell because I'm going to show this everywhere, everywhere, point you out, point you out, point you out. Also, because when I started tracking him down, because like I said before, this was an individual never heard of him before, you know, and never. And I started seeing that he had been uh, to several of the places where alleged terror attacks had happened, like Toronto, Barcelona, uh, London, Manchester, at more or less the exact time when these things went down. So I was like, whoa, 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 who are you? Hey, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Athletic Greens, man. I'm so thankful that they're sponsoring the podcast because I love their product. I take it every day, okay? With so many stressors in life, and I got a ton of them, trust me, life, it's very difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our body the nutrients it needs to thrive, okay? Busy schedules, poor sleep, not enough exercise, stress, simply not eating enough of the right foods, okay? This is where Athletic Greens comes to help, okay? Their daily, all-in-one superfood is the nutritional 
essentials, okay? It is by far the easiest, most delicious nutritional habit that you can add to your health routine today and empower you to take ownership of your health, okay? One tasty scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, okay? Including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more. All this works together to fill your natural gasp gaps in your diet, okay? Increase energy and focus, aid with digestion, and support of a healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products. I drink it every day, every day in the morning. Strawberries, bananas, what a blueberries, orange juice, athletic greens, pow, stir it all up, drink it, boom, I feel like alive. I'm 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 out. I'm just dancing in the streets like I'm in a musical. Okay. I love it. And here's what's going on right now. Athletic Greens is doubling down on to support your immune system during these winter months. They are offering in our audience, my audience, your audience, the world's audience, this show's audience. Free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packets. Okay, I got some right here. Bang, holla at your boy. I'm going on the road. Bang, I'm taking them with me, okay? Look at this. Daddy is locked and loaded, all right? So whether you are looking for peak performance or better health, covering your bases with athletic greens, make investing in your energy, immunity, and gut health each day tasty and effective. So simply do this. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash tinfoil and join health experts, athletes, health conscious go-getters, fat dragon podcasters, okay, around the world and make a daily commitment to your healthy everyday habits, okay? Again, simply visit athleticgreens slash tinfoil and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five travel packets. Enjoy, because you know the fat dragon does. While you're, while you're looking it up real quick, I mean, I, I, you know, I've been following you, Oli, for a while, you know, especially when the show started. You know, I listened to you on Greg Carlwood's show, and, uh, you know, you were talking about this, this group of people who come in and they, they basically set it up. Like, again, like you said, like a film shoot and how, when they quickly find who is the, the, the culprit real quick, you got to question everything. Right. And I just wonder only like how much violence is natural violence? How much attacks are natural attacks? How much, how much of these, uh, these high impact events throughout history are just naturally occurring events. Even when we go all the way back to what they call black wall street in Oklahoma, that the girl who sets that off is like the governor of a very high up uh, 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 the daughter of the governor of the state at the time. And it's just like, everything is contrived. How much, how much do you think is actually happening? How much violence is actually human? And uh, meaning that, that like, this is just a natural thing that humans do. And how much of it is just false flag to get the rich men richer? I think that the uh, very difficult question to answer, very important question uh, so I, I, I don't want to speculate because I want to go into each and every single case. But on a general level, after all of these years looking into it, I would say that maybe 92% is manufactured of the violence that we are, that we are being presented with. 
And now I'm talking about alleged mass shootings, alleged terror attacks, uh, a lot of, of random acts of violence, uh, drive-by shootings, uh, mass stabbings, uh, gang, uh, a lot of it. But also, then you have to look at real violence that occurs, but that is, that is fueled by these forces. And then it's a massive amount where it's like because of people being pushed into a corner, uh, of the same forces that are, are pushing them into desperation and despair and violent thoughts. And, you know, so it's like if they back down these dark forces, phew, that in one like this, the world would turn into a fantastic place right there and then. So, um, yeah, that's why I dedicate my life to Expo because it's massive. It is massive because every single time something like violent happens, you have the problem, reaction, solution. And the solution is every single time the same. So it's actually problem, reaction, fascism would be the correct uh, way. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so let's get back to dear Mr. Ulas Lettenmark. So also I found that he was the opening speaker at something called Unify Response 2015, which was the biggest security drill in Europe ever. And he was the opening speaker. So I thought, oh my God, you are not just an amateur now, aren't you? So I started tracking him down, trying to find out about him. And once again, arrogant individual, not trying to hide his uh, trails or tracks or whatever. And, uh, uh, you know, he had like uh, invitations to embassies in Canada and so with golden letters and, uh, you know, I'm just going to attend this meeting with this person and that person. You know. So high level. And while dragging him down, I, I stumbled across his Twitter account. I don't know if it's the official one, but it's just it was just a tiny little account with like 200 followers. So I started looking into the followers and it seemed like most of them were in the same type of business. And in this, these tweets, it was just like, what the hell is this? Once again, I don't believe that this was meant for people on the outside to see at all. So what he was saying was that uh, uh, he was, this was, when I saw this, uh, it was October the 21st, 2019. Okay. So this was like four days before he was in Barcelona, where a very similar attack to the Stockholm attack had happened after that, but with a van instead. And he said, it's very emotional to be here. Uh, and we've just celebrated our 500 meeting, 500 meeting. That, And I was like, that is a hell of a lot of meetings if you're only employed in Stockholm. And why is it emotional for you to be on site where this attack happened in Barcelona? Maybe because you were there and it's emotional to be back. And, you know, so uh, I, I kept looking and then, uh, I came across two tweets that it, I mean, my blood just froze. He said, we have now decided, we've now locked down on 39 uh, different locations. We've done locked down 39 different locations. The, the uh, duration will be 36 hours and the dates will be October 23 and October 24. The cities, Manchester, London, Paris, Rotterdam and Barcelona. And I was like, you know, it's like if you if you got uh, ears uh, or you wiretap sort of a drug dealer, if they talk about I'm going to go and come and buy four kilos of cauliflower, you know, it's not cauliflower. You know, you know that they're talking about something else. And here, because I've been tracking down these these uh, type of uh, 
individual for a long time. So you learn sort of the lingo. And I was like, fuck me, what am I, what is that? We've now, because what I heard, we've now locked in 39 coordinated attacks in the city, Manchester, London, Paris, Rotterdam, and Barcelona. The duration will be 36 hours and the dates will be October the 23rd. I, I get goosebumps just speaking about it. Oh October the God. 23rd and 24th. So I felt, oh my God, what the hell is that? So I started the, because also all of these cities have had alleged terror attacks before, which I've exposed many of them as absolute uh, inside state-sponsored terrorism. I even predicted like the Westminster Bridge attack two months before it even happened. You know, it's going to happen there. Boom, boom, boom. So he is, was, I mean, also he's part of something called the uh, uh, CTJN counter, no, CGTN counter joint terror network, something like that, which is also a, a core co- uh, cooperation between these six NATO countries and sponsored by the Rockefeller Foundation. Go figure. And the Rockefellers are also there pumping into NATO, pumping into Gladio. They've been there from day one. So I was like, whoa, 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 what is going on? And also October the 24th was the United Nations Day. And since they always want to go emotional with the impact, you know, to create it bigger, I just felt they're going to hit the UN as well. And the NATO headquarters, they're going to hit themselves so that that will justify military intervention, just like they hit Pentagon because had the, had it only been the twin towers, they were civilian targets. They couldn't justify military uh, interference, you know. So, for sure. And I thought it's on the date. It's like the whole. So, and do you know how many thirty-nine coordinated attacks are? I will now demonstrate. Imagine that you wake up to this: boom, 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 and boom. That is chaos. If you have that in in five, six different NATO countries at the same time, everything going up. So I looked into it, and as far as I could find out. At least the Swedish part went under the name of Operation Sea Eagle. Uh, often when they have these bigger operations, they, they will have different code names. So if Belgium would have one, England would have one, and so, so that you can't see the bigger picture. Also to totally compartmentalize so that most people would only know their little part of it. So what I was looking at was uh, like... Uh, 39 coordinated attacks involving also two new uh, uh, two power plant disasters in Sweden, one water power plant and one nuclear power plant, which would, you know, like you can, if you fake one of those, you can just, if you control media, you can say we got radioactive downfall, you know, in, in that whole Western part of Europe, stay indoors. Instead of locking people indoors, you could just tell them, stay indoors for your security, stay indoors. And then, there was also a NATO uh, drill the exact same time in Albania, Croatia, and Serbia with a, a massive earthquake uh, being planned, earthquake drill. But nowadays with, with hop technology, you can actually create earthquakes. So what was that? And the more I looked into it, like this was exactly when the so-called Brexit referendum was taking place, where England was trying to leave the European Union. 
And when you look into what the European Union are, you will see it's not a, just another tool of the deep state of the new world order, created by them, funded by them. Uh, and it's when you look at how it works, it's organized crime on a very high level. And yeah. so they do not want anyone to leave. They want people to join. They've, they've forced them through all kinds of ways to join. And then if you try to leave, which England uh, was threatening to do, they will hit, you know, you naughty boy, do not even go there. So England was just about to have a referendum voting, should we leave or should we stay? And it was pointing towards their leaving. So should mayhem like this happen, automatically there would be a lockdown. There would be like martial law. Uh, there would be like, I'm very sorry. We know that you really would like to demonstrate, but because of your security, you just have to be locked in, yeah. be quiet. You, we won't allow you to meet in big groups. We won't allow you to do anything. So very sorry about that. Then you have Paris. You have the exact same setup there with the Yellow Vest movement, which was a lot bigger than mainstream media said. So same scenario there that would take care of that, you know, shut the whole thing down and uh, take over. I mean, we're talking like a military overtake here. Barcelona, the exact same thing. Catalonia have been trying to leave Spain for a long time. It's been a freedom movement for many, many years that would do the exact same thing there. <clears throat> and then you had uh, uh, Manchester, London, Paris, that, then these things in Sweden and then Rotterdam. And Rotterdam, I didn't understand why Rotterdam? And so I was contacted by a naval officer and she told me that Rotterdam is the main port for food import into uh, Europe, meaning that nowadays there, there's no storage of food anyway. It's always on the road. So if you knock out that port, you could create famine within a week in Europe, in the whole oh of Europe. Oh, my God. And now more and more is leaking out that uh, they had uh, planned a bomb like the one that went off in Beirut just a few months ago, uh, but that that bomb was aimed uh, at Rotterdam instead. Did you see that explosion, like a nuclear explosion yes, in, in, it was in Beirut? Huge. Absolutely incredible. I've had insiders saying that bomb was actually meant there and then they used it there instead, or a similar one. Hey everybody, want to tell you about our friends at Helix Sleep, okay? That's right, Helix Sleep, man. Listen, nothing's worse than sleeping on a shitty bed, right? uncomfortable you bust your hump all day and then you go home and you're sleeping on gravel it's not american it's unnecessary it's unhuman you are god you deserve, deserve to sleep on a cloud okay enough is enough take back your sleep fist fight the sandman okay tell those sheeps the kiss ass and get out of here and do it right. And Helix Sleep is where you got to go. See, they got this quiz and it's real simple. It takes two minutes to complete. Boom, it matches your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress. Right? How easy is that? Everyone's unique and Helix knows that. They have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, firm. Mattresses great for your cooling cooling you down if you sleep hot and even a helix plus for your plus size folks just like the fat dragon here okay i took the quiz real quick real easy i love a firm mattress okay i sleep on my side because i just want to get back in the womb that's how i am okay and dude it's a huge i promise you it's a huge upgrade you want to you want to impress somebody show them your new mattress you got from helix 
You want to really impress somebody? Get them a Helix mattress. I did that. They cried and weep like they just got citizenship in America, okay? It's just that simple. Take the quiz. Order your mattress that you match to, and the mattress comes right to your door for free. Bam! You don't need any... You need to go to the mattress store. The shipping's free. They do it for you. Helix is awesome, but you don't need to take my word. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick, overall mattress pick of two, 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Bam. There you go. So just go to helixsleep.com slash tinfoil. Take the two-minute quiz. And they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life, okay? Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash tinfoil. Get it and rock. Be a grown-ass god sleeping on a sweet-ass bed. So... What I just felt, you know, I just felt I want to puke, you know, because I felt, sorry about my language, but really, fuck me, what, what, what? Let it out. So what I did was uh, uh, I was so lucky that I had a friend of mine. He's got a a, a big website called Wake Up Globe. And he he came to visit me. We we drive in an RV when when I'm on tour. And he had brought his camera. He has brought everything. So I said... Let's do it like that. Uh, we, we'll do a, a live show right now, one in English, one in Swedish. So we went into the kitchen, turned on the fans, uh, off the fans, on with the lights, boom, and went live saying, this is, I have no idea, but these are the signs that I see. Please, if you feel that this is of any value, spread it, spread it, spread it. Because the only uh, chance we have, we got like between 24 and 36 hours before they want to go live. If what I suspect is true, the only chance we have is to get it out there so that so many people, enough people know it that it, they will cause incredible blowback if they pull the trigger. And then from 4 p.m. to 4 a.m., I sat together with my tour organizer and we were doing shows like five, 10 minute shows all over the world. I've got a, I tell you, I've got an incredible network of shows. I've done somewhere between 500 and, and 1,000 interviews over the years. So I've got a network of incredible hosts like yourself. That, and they're so on it. They're so switched on, you know, it's like there's no hesitation and it's out there. So I did 12 hours straight with all of these interviews, pumping it up, pumping it up, pumping it out. And then we came to, and then after about 24 hours, I checked the, the number of views that on just the channels that I knew. And it was somewhere around 220,000, 200, some, more than 200,000. And so if you think of it, uh, every single person that have seen it and have been affected somehow would talk to at least another one other person i would say or two or three or four so they say like uh, i know when i was a a reporter they said that every single copy of a newspaper they normally count three people will read it that's sort of the statistics so here with videos it's even more i mean so um 
also there was a lot of fantastic people in many different countries that started dubbing it you know so i have like a bulgarian version i think i have a greek version a dutch version where you know saying this and this and it's because a lot of people are not so good with english so they were dubbing it and pushing it out there and so within 24 hours it already had quite a heavy impact because uh, it's like let's say that you're doing the biggest gold heist ever and you're in the dark bank vault and stuff like that. You're fiddling around with the, with the, with the lock on the, on the vault. And then suddenly somebody switched the spotlights on and you're in the middle of an, uh, you know, a stadium with 250,000 people looking at you saying, we see you, we see you. I mean, it's not so easy to pull the trigger in that case. So I thought, who knows, but you know, maybe I will look like an absolute idiot if nothing happens or whatever. At least I did what I could. So we came to October the 23rd and I will, I think, I thought either that's going to be 39 coordinated drills and I misunderstood that they were security drills. I totally misunderstood it or absolute mayhem. They, they gave us the finger and, and went live anyway, or silence, you know, so October the 23rd came, more or less nothing. And so I was like, okay, I have no idea. Is it because of us? Is it because of who or what? And then after a few hours, I, w- I got an email from a freelance journalist in, in Brussels, which is the uh, location of the NATO headquarters. By the way, Mossad is said to have Israeli Mossad has an office in the very same building they say it's like you can't make this crap up you know oh my god anyway so so this uh, journalist said uh, hello hello uh, I'm sure he had a French accent so he said uh, I've been working as a journalist here for years I have very good intel from military and, and uh, the intelligence community and we've been feeling for a long time that something major has been building up, but we haven't been able to figure it out because nobody seems to know. Then we saw your warning and he, he said, everything fell into place. So he said, are you aware of what's going on in Brussels right now? I said, I have absolutely no idea. He said, uh, all the defense ministers of NATO have been called into a crisis meeting. And for anyone who's not aware of what NATO is, it used to be a defense organism like the uh, North uh, Atlantic Treaty Organization, but it has turned into a massive terror tool, a massive terror tool. And so often when I'm on location exposing what's actually happening, it's NATO in the background. NATO, Gladio, Gladio is part of NATO. So NATO in my world is big, bad and ugly, you know. So uh, he said that there's now, right now, a crisis meeting in Brussels. All the defense ministers of NATO have been called in for this uh, extremely urgent uh, uh, crisis meeting. And he said, it's all because of you. His words, not mine. It's all because of your warning. So I thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. I mean, I'm just sitting here, you know, have no idea, trying to do my best, not understanding the consequences out there. So anyway, a few hours went by, and then um, then there was a big uh, uh, article on a very well-respected website called Volternet.org, which is uh, you know prime ministers and stuff. They write articles on that one, and on it there was an article saying NATO on the brink of implosion, that NATO was just about to 
cracked down. And I thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. <clears throat> then I'm just going to put out some other things that happen. Bam, 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 bam. I can't prove that they're connected. I don't know how they're connected, but I'm just saying the timing is interesting. So just a few hours later, uh, I got uh, from a guy saying, <clears throat> are you aware that all Israeli embassies and consulates are closing down clo globally? I was like, what? And, and when you look at Israel, especially Mossad, I mean, they are the inventors of terror. They are the ones who, who came up with the, with the templates that are being used. So Mossad is one, and together with the CIA, totally in bed with each other, are the ones that I keep bumping into. So for all of these embassies on a global scale to be shut down, it's like, what the hell is that? You know, what's going on? <clears throat> And uh, it said that it was because of that they wanted uh, a general strike because of better wages. I was like, are you telling me that of all countries, Israeli staff has managed to arrange a global strike for all the embassies and all the consulates to get them shut down? Really? Really? Well, <laughs> not where I come from. And then I was contacted by a guy. Uh, this is maybe a day or so after. He said... Uh, this was in, he was from Washington, D.C., and he said, uh, do you know what just happened? I said, I have no idea. He said, uh, Vice President Mike Pence and the uh, uh, Secretary of Defense have just been urgently called back from um, uh, a trip in the Middle East to an urgent meeting in Washington, D.C. And then Donald, with a hairdo, had a press conference where he said, great news, we've killed al-Baghdadi, uh, the leader of ISIS. And I mean, that is very impressive, I must say. The only slight little problem is that this is the fourth time you have a press conference saying that you killed him. So <laughs> either reincarnation is real or get your facts straight. What the hell was that? But if nothing else, I believe that it was a diversion. Also, when you know that if you start understanding that ISIS is actually a creation of the U.S. State Department, CIA, Mossad together and back with Saudi money. So as a boogeyman created by themselves. So it's like, what was that? And then the head of, uh, of uh, NATO, former Norwegian Prime Minister Jens Stoltenberg, Bilderberger, and who was given the job for his loyalty in the alleged mass shooting in Norway. This is my, uh, what I stand for. I said he was a key player, not part of the, one of the shooters, but a key person in that whole operation. And as a thank you, he was given the job head of NATO. He, his whole career, he had been oh, against NATO, on, against NATO, and then suddenly he was head of NATO. What overnight? What happened? But that's when they play the theater thing in front of you called politics. So anyway, he had a press conference on the day after, on the 25th of uh, October, just a very short one. And he will see again like this. Welcome to this. When you look at his face, he's shitting himself. Something, he is terrified. So what has this got to do with Corona? I want to, this was October 23rd and 24th. I think that something major was stopped there. I, I believe that. Uh, because of when you see the whole thing and also when with the different reports and now confirmations, I've got something major that had been planned and was stopped. Now, five days earlier, 
you have to see that these things are very coordinated and there's always a drill before a rehearsal of whatever's going to go down. So five days before there was a so-called event 201 that took place in New York City. That was five days before October the 23, October the 18th. And event 201 was a rehearsal, um, an exact rehearsal of the uh, corona pandemic, but rehearsed in a New York hotel with 25 so-called players. It was, taught, it was backed, uh, funded by Bill and Melinda Gates. How surprising is that? Uh, the World Economic Forum, which is just another name for the 1%. Uh, I mean, that's the elite of the elite, the New World Order. They meet in Davos, Switzerland once a year. And then uh, the Johns Hopkins Hospital, which is the one, the institution private hospital, whatever Rockefeller funded, that have been pumping out the numbers and also the maps that the whole world have been seeing. Oh, red, 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 40,000 there, 3 million dead there, and so on. And in this drill, event 201, which is actually event 21, when you look at the logo, there's everything is in gray except the zero, which is a planet. So take away, which is orange, take away that, and it says event 21, which is totally connected, in my opinion, with uh, Agenda 21, which is, if you don't know what Agenda 21 is, look out the window. This is what's being played out in yeah. the world. Yeah. So, so anyway, so... Uh, Real quick, so I just want, Okay, go on. Sorry, I yeah, just want to bring, bring up that you would... You know, again, I heard you on past podcasts. You talk about almost like uh, what they call in the occult stitchal magic almost, where it's they put out these warnings for you to to for karma karma reasons they yeah. like so they don't they don't eat the karma they're like we're gonna put out these kind of clues and if you don't see these clues and try to stop us it's on you not us right and i feel that's kind of what you did you you found these clues and you put it out there and you play you beat them at their game do you have any i mean that's basically what happened right that's what i remember when you were on i think it was on Greg Carlwoods and you were talking about Vegas. Like this girl had a whole uh, like a uh, sweatpants on that said Vegas. And then what happens later on Vegas goes down. Right. And it's, I, I think it's like you caught them at their game. And I, I, this is 100% the game that gets played. This is, uh, it's only because I was contacted by an insider in the fall of 2014, where he said, I followed you for a few years, you're doing great, but you're missing out on the hidden clues. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I don't, I mean, why would somebody be so stupid that they would leave clues? And he said, no, no, they do it on purpose. They hide clues in the forensic evidence. It's often in one photo and it's loaded with symbolism and leads. And it's like a Da Vinci type, of, uh, you know, like Dan Brown novel type of thing, but pumped into one or more photos. Sometimes it's like you have to go there to find the next lead to go there to. It's not easy. But and and to start with, I, I didn't put any, you know, uh, attention to it. I, I thought maybe I didn't know who this guy is. I still don't know who this guy was who told me. But the. Uh, what it was in the when the Charlie Hebdo shooting happened in Paris, that was the first time I found leads that I thought, oh my god! And so that was also the first time I went out and start uh, and warned about a mass shooting in 
Copenhagen. I said it's going to happen on January the 14th. It's going to be around this train station. If I'm correct, this was the first time I went out on two major shows saying, I don't know. I don't know. But this is, I'm just pointing out. And so nothing happened on January the 14th. I thought, okay, here I look like an idiot again. Not a problem. Uh, but then again, exactly one month later on Valentine's Day, uh, February the 14th, the exact location, the exact time, the exact everything, just a delay by one month. And I think the delay was because it had been exposed. So uh, that was the, when I thought, oh, my God. And it's just like you say, the way they interpret the law of karma, according to this individual, was if they show us even in subtle ways and we do not react, then indirectly we consent to evil and they can carry it out. And then the bad karma was come on our shoulders, not theirs. That's how he explained it to me. I thought that is so twisted. But when you look at how these operations are taking out, I mean, 9-11, there are hundreds, hundreds of, of clues pointing, this is going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, and boom, it happened. And so this is the only reason why I've been able to predict so many of them, because I be, when something goes down or if I find something, I look for the clue. Other people are looking at the crime scene. I look for the clue. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? So this is one of the reasons, like Capitol Hill, that happened on January the 60th year. I, in my newsletter on January the 1st, I said, next Capitol Hill, you know, because I found at the, at the Memphis, uh, no, the Nashville car bombing, they said there was a car bomb there. Absolute bullshit. But the clue was pointing to Capitol Hill. So I even told Michael Jaco, who's a former Navy SEAL, who was in uh, Vegas, I, uh, no, sorry, in Washington. And uh, I was interviewed by him the day before. And I said, please, Michael, be aware because uh, it's, it's going to go down. If I'm correct, it's going to go down. And I said, did you see anything suspicious there? He said, yeah, there's these big tanks of propane gas near where people are going to gather. You know, it only takes one bullet and you've got a massive explosion. So Jesus. like, be, be aware at least. And then this whole uh, crap operation with uh, yeah. storming oh the my castle. God. Yeah, uh, storming the castle. Yeah, yeah. Ollie, and also, you, you and brought also, that up. I was going to ask you. You brought that up, and I've heard you on other podcasts talk about uh, human hunting and Deadpool bets. Is that a yeah. Deadpool bet type of thing? You tell me, but I don't think so. It's like normally, as far as I've been able to find out the. Uh, this human hunting game is more real than we think. I think that is one of the reasons why all of these drone strikes are in Afghanistan. It's part of human hunting. It's like these bizarre individuals are playing computer games, but, but with live targets. It has nothing to do with Al-Qaeda. It has nothing to do with ISIS. It's human hunting. And death pool betting is that when you bet on the time of death of a certain individual, uh, you know, the healthier it is, the higher the stakes it's bizarre, but it's growing big time. So there's all of these bizarre things going on in the background as well. So I don't know. I don't know, Shavi, but uh, I, what I know is that a lot of bizarre things is going down and we are not aware of it. So uh, anyway, so let's get back to <clears throat> this whole thing in event 201 because in that whole thing they go through and you can still find it online they haven't dared to take it down there's still all the videos presentation it is exactly what then happened in the world i mean step by step the only thing that is different is 
that the epicenter of the virus uh, epidemic was in South America. Instead, it went off in Wuhan. So I, I need to take you back in history again. After the Second World War, uh, we had what was called Operation Paperclip, where a lot of it's 1,600 uh, Nazi uh, experts in different uh, anything from intelligence uh, to bioweapons to rocket science to you name it, um, were exported through or exported. They were smuggled out through what is called the rat lines, uh, the Vatican's rat lines to the West, into the U.S. or into South America, where they the big uh, chemical giants like IG Farben and other people and other companies just change the front window, you know, a different logo and boom, carry on with business, just another day at the office. And at that time, it's the years following the Second World War, when the Cold War starts, when a lot of the things that we are now uh, facing, these problems we're facing was created back then. So one of the things that was created was NASA with uh, Werner von Braun and his buddies, when you look into NASA, that is a black hole when it comes to sucking out the funds of population, saying we're going to film that gravel yeah. pot over there and says yeah, it's Mars. Yeah, yeah. So we need another few billions of your hard-earned tax money. But anyway, uh, also you had, uh, with the help of these German experts, you had the OSS went going into the CIA, which became like almost like a, some, an, an agency for hire you know, where dictators, where multinational corporations could just rent this company to, we need that leader to be taken out. We need a coup over there. We need all of these things. So it's a oh, central intelligence like agency, that. you know, they're, they're for rent, but also they're, they're a monster in, in themselves. They become like a total monster in themselves. So the OSS went into the, become the CIA. Then you had the creation of NATO the following years, but also you had the creation of the CDC in Atlanta, Georgia, which is the Center for Disease Control, which is the, the, where all the numbers come from when it comes to all of the alleged pandemics, you know, like the, the Zika, the swine flu, the Ebola, the SARS, the Mars, all of them. They even own the patents. It's unbelievable. The Zika virus patent, you can buy it online. Yeah, it was yeah. patented in 1947. Yeah. And the owners is the CDC. And the CDC, it's actually, when you look at it, it should be the Center for Disease Creation, not Control, Creation. They create these things. And then they're like uh, rotating doors into the vaccine industry, which is to a large extent built on these uh, chemical giants that were part of this whole shebang. And then an, an additional factor in this uh, Wuhan thing was the World Military Games that was also created at the same time in 1947, I think, 46 or 47, which is like <clears throat> the military uh, uh, version of the Olympic Games. So uh, these have been in bed with each other from day one, the CDC, the CIA, the World Military Games, uh, NASA, whatever is needed, you just go to your own sources and then you control the outflow of information. And so when it came to um, what now I'm speculating now, but what I believe was being planned was that on October the 23rd and 24th, this was the exact dates of the World Military Games in Wuhan, China, of all places. So you had 10,000 soldiers 
from more than 104, I think it was 103 or four nations, United Nation nations in China, in Wuhan, that exact location where we said being told that, well, this virus came from a bat or a fish or whatever. Yeah, right. So that exact location, we had all of these soldiers from there. So just imagine if we say rehearsal, rehearsal, drill, 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 and then on October the 23rd and action. Boom, 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 radioactive, this small, blowing up the Rotterdam harbor, the port of Rotterdam, creating famine, nuclear downfall, earthquakes. I mean, can you imagine? So what would happen? All of these nations would say, oh, my God, we need our boys and girls in uniform back home. So they would say, get your asses back here as fast as possible. So without them knowing it, they would officially unfortunately bring the virus to 104 nations like this yeah they're the outbreak monkey basically so you could you could actually say uh, because you don't need a virus you just need to control the information flow and say there is a virus you know this is the thing so what i think was believed what was planned was for this mayhem to occur, and then all of these militaries would fly back to help sort out the mayhem, but bring with unknowingly the virus there. And then they could say, oh my God, within 24 hours, we have 104 different nations uh, infected with this virus. We need martial law. Boom, shut down. And by the way, because of Allah Akbar and uh, Abdul Karim Karumkara and his buddies have been communicating over social media, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, Instagram. We just had to shut down the internet as you know it. And so for your security, we will release a commercial version where we decide what you're allowed to see and you will have to pay for it. This has been their wet dream for years, but they haven't been able to pull it off. So all of these things coordinated could have created, I would say, the a situation where we would there, there would be so much mayhem, so much martial law, and and so we wouldn't even look at the numbers of the viruses. We would just stay indoors for our own protections, thanking them. Please, thank you, thank you for locking us in, because the lockdown is because of the the rolling out of five G. That's the whole idea, because. They need 5G for smart cities and the whole, what is called the fourth industrial revolution, pushing us into these uh, digital grids where we can be totally controlled. So we, they have a problem with us seeing what, what's going on. So this is why we've been locked down everywhere. I was locked down in two months in Spain. It's at nighttime that these towers just appear, boom, 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 while we're being locked in. So, but the mayhem part was stopped. And I believe, and according to this freelance journalist in, in Brussels, what he thinks happened at these cri- this crisis meeting was that they felt, oh, my God, our cover has been blown. We need to get our hands or our heads under the radar until this blows over. So they, I believe, made a decision. We need, we need to keep low, wait for the world population to be uh, get their focus somewhere else. And what better diversion than Christmas and New Year's Eve. You know, suddenly Christmas, uh, jingle bells, jingle bells, happy New Year, everybody drunk. And then on January the 1st, the first victim of Corona appeared in the world. Can you imagine just on that date? Now they changed that and said, no, 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 there was already in October. There was not. It was on January the 1st. And they, in 
in Wuhan and in north of Italy, where both of them have very bad air quality. That's where they used it for, because they have the respiratory problems with lungs and breathings, the exact same symptoms as a coronavirus, as also 5G. It's the same symptoms as when 5G is being released. You have the same breathing problems, runny nose, fever feelings, lung problems, lung collapse, and so on. Yeah, and, so, you know, all the videos coming out that they release of people just dropping dead basically on the streets of uh, of China. And it was just all this. It's totally and completely coordinated, dude. It is, and it's so obvious what's going on. And the lying liars and the lies, they lie. I mean, Fauci was famous for what he did. I mean, if you watched, read the, uh, the Behold the Pale Horse, he talks about... Uh, HIV uh, documents, uh, Jesse Ventura's book about the documents they don't want you to read. Mm. They talk about HIV and AIDS, and then you have Dr. Fauci pushing a different, uh, basically, uh, uh, what is the ETZ or yeah, I mean, that that drug was a cancer drug that was killing mm. people. Mm. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable ACT right ACT yes man that was just killing people and it's just like the same goons it's the same goons like Jordan Maxwell says it's like it's not the passing through people it's the permanent state that Mm. that keeps pulling the same thing the neocons neoliberal Mm. Zionists it's all the same people pulling this and I mean, are they human? I mean, are these like, are these like, I, I know the word reptilian drives people crazy. It's crazy. But are these humans that are pulling this stuff? Or is it just like a, an elite group of just psychopaths? You tell me. It's, I don't know. I, I, I interviewed uh, CIA whistleblower Chip Tatum once. Uh, he was, uh, or several times actually, he was, uh, uh, a high-level uh, operative. He was—he's uh, an excellent, excellent pilot. He flew all the pilot, uh, all the presidents from Nixon up to George Bush Senior. He was also the commander of George Bush Senior's private hit team called Pegasus that carried out at least fourteen assassinations. So he is like, uh, well, not an amateur once again. And so he's been with uh, the Bush family on Jupiter Island. He's been flying them all kinds of where he's seen them carry out some bizarre stuff, bizarre, bizarre stuff, very satanic. And, and so I asked him because I said, I don't get the mindset. I don't understand how they work. What, what is the purpose of it all? And he said, it's very simple. He said, the only reason you don't understand is because you're not a psychopathic killer. If you were, this would be so we made absolute sense to you and so to answer your question i think i i need to make it easy for myself because you can go down a rabbit hole and you just it just gets darker 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 and it's like yes is it is it reptilians yes is it aliens yes it, i don't know i don't know so i keep on a street level where i feel that i'm more of service <clears throat> but what i so i just make it easy for myself what we're up against is pure evil, prime evil. That's it. Boom. Evil, as evil as it gets. And this is very coordinated with the guy downstairs with a set of horns. And <laughs> they, many of the people that are working for that agenda worships this guy. And uh, they do all kinds of, I mean, the people like us, I would suggest, we sort of, we're striving that way. We think uh, kindness is High good, frequency. compassion. I, yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they see it the exact opposite. And it's almost like the yin-yang symbol. You know, they strive to the dark, we strive towards the light. And it's needed in this uh, matrix of life for us to understand right. We, understand, we need left to understand up. We need down to understand goodness and, and love. We need evil. But it's, it's just that it's sort of like, I feel like it's like the ego on steroids personified in these its desires is the the service of self instead of service of others it's like i mean mine and they they never get enough it's just the just but it's it's the same mentality as a cancer virus you know that the, the biggest orgasm for a cancer virus is when the carrier dies what is the logic to it the logic is absolutely sick but that's what we're up against so so I would suggest that when you look at problem, reaction, solution, once again, they secretly create a problem, boom, for us to react emotionally and say, oh, my God, we need protection. And then we turn towards the people uh, that we think are there to protect us, not understanding that it's actually them who have created the problem. And we would never, ever have accepted the problem, the solution had it not been for the problem. So in this case, and the solution is there from day one. It's just how can we push it on the population without them understanding what's going on and even welcoming it? So I would very strongly suggest that what we're looking at here with the so-called vaccine, wrong word to use for a bioweapon of mass destruction, the, the so-called vaccine is not that they're working day and night now and they're coming out and they're all bearded and, and red-eyed. Absolutely not. The vaccine was there from day one day one and it's not a vaccine it's not for your health it's the exact opposite what's in that oh my god and i i'm not saying this because i'm an expert on virus i i interview people that are top level people inside that have no personal gain on the on the contrary in spreading false information like dolores cahill who's become a very dear friend of mine dr judy mikovic uh, Dr. Tenpenny, Rajid Buttar, Robert Kennedy Jr. These people are, you know, putting themselves on the line to expose what's in them. And uh, <clears throat> so the whole idea has been from day one, how can we push these so-called vaccines on the global population? We need a problem. In this case, the corona. And we need it big because they want all the global population to have it. So why do you need a mandatory vaccine? I mean, the thing is, if it's so good as they say it is, then everybody who's scared can just get a jab and then they don't have to fear someone like me who say, I don't want it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. They want it mandatory because there's a totally different agenda going on. And this is where it gets spooky. This, this is, is where not it where it gets spooky. I, I was spooky like an hour ago. This is this is <laughs> spooking hour. <laughs> no, like, but, uh, no, but no, uh, but like Dolores Cahill, who's been working inside. She was a professor at twenty six, and she's been working inside as a microbiologist on a very high level. She's even been the coordinator between the US and and uh, China, and arranging meeting for Gates and so on. I mean, a high level individual who's now stepping forward and saying. I would not, she's not a doctor, so you can't say you shouldn't do it, but she can only talk about herself. She said, even if I was offered $1 million, I would never take the vaccine. And if I was forcefully injected against my will, the first thing I would do was sue that person for attempted murder. 
that is how she says from the inside of this that is heavyweight that is hardcore truth you know and also one of the things she says is that uh, while working inside this industry uh, she found out that so many of these numbers and stuff, it's so manipulated, it doesn't match up. And her job was to accept the funds, you know, to the, be the one signing, yes, $52 million for that project, this, this, and that. And she was just like, her job was to make sure that the numbers uh, and the test results uh, fitted, you know. And then, yes, of course, Dr. Mengele, here you go, $34 billion yeah. more to yeah. yeah. So, and she found this is so not true. So she started standing up against these saying, absolutely no way. You're not getting the money before you can prove it. And she became a major problem. So this got her in some serious problems, serious, serious, where they tried to take her out. She lost her two unborn twins and they left her for dead. Uh, they injected her with epidural, but uh, that was uh, supposed to go from the waist downwards, but instead they injected it. So it went from the waist up so that her uh, every her brain just went Whoa. into the no it was it was really 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 bad but anyway oh one of the things that god one of the oh things that she god one of the things that she found out was that there are 32 uh letter codes four letter codes do you know when you look at side effects like okay we have uh, a time some ridiculous disease or something like and then you have side effects not a problem but the side effects are this 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 leaking anus whatever things that people don't really <laughs> it's like what but all of these bizarre things and and uh, in these vaccines and they keep changing these letter codes from different batches and different vaccines so you can't see a clear pattern on what they are all of them there's 32 of them stands for death they stand for death. And so Dolores was like, this is unbelievable. We need to let people know about this. You know, if you have a, a beautiful little child and there's this disease that might come when they're 32, uh, you know, sexually uh, transferred, why, why, why would you inject your child with something that could cause death? Any, any sort of concern to, um, parent would say absolutely no way but this is how they manipulate them and then when you look at like uh, if you look at ted uh, the ted talk with bill gates one of them he's talking about there's too many of us in this world and i would suggest dear mr gates if you think there's too many of us there's a window there i'll be most happy to help 100 percent, man 100 <laughs> percent. not a problem at all but anyway, so what he's saying is, okay, we have this problem. There's too many of us. So um, a part of the solution are the vaccines. That is what his word, what he's saying. And I'm like, okay, run that by me again, because I thought if the vaccines are good, that would save lives, that would add numbers to the people that would still be here. But that's not what he's saying. The solution partly is the vaccines, meaning they know it's culling, it's, it's a de it's a weapon of mass destruction and this thing that we're seeing now i can go into some great details about what's in it is like oh, what do you got i mean what do you have what do you think i mean do you have time to tell us i've got time it's up it's up to you if you got time. yeah what what is going on was it got shall we I was going to ask you, um, it, does it also have to be death? Can it be just, uh, can it make you sterile? Like you just can't repopulate? At least it's it, not killing people. It's not making my yeah. kids sterile. Can't repopulate. Yeah. 
It's a very good question. And I would refer to Dolores Cahill, Dr. Tenpenny. You got many of these uh, experts standing, coming forward saying, but as far as I understand, there are 64 different vaccines at the moment. Some of them are more serious than others. Some of them are causing sterility, uh, you know, um, in many different ways. Some of them are just dangerous because they got heavy uh, metals in them, like uh, cobalt and uh, mercury and things like that, where it's like no way should that get on the inside of your system. And once again, I want to say I'm not here to spread fear. This is not fear porn. I'm here to try to inform people so that, every uh, one of us can make a sort of like a a balanced decision. Am I going to do this or am I going to do not at least find out what's in it before you do, because once it's in your system, it's very hard to get it out. So have you, uh, I'm curious, have you made a connection to China or Wuhan? I know they, the story is that possibly the virus originated there, but have you made any connection? Like, are they in any way complicit uh, in, uh, it's very hard to know. There's a laboratory there in Wuhan where one of the players at the event 201, his name is uh, Professor Gao. I, I believe he's one of the, he's the only Chinese player at the, uh, at the drill. As far as now, he is connected to uh, that laboratory in Wuhan. So I think it's not by co- coincidence that they released it there. If it was, if anything got released there, because I, I seriously doubt in the first wave that there were a virus because the, the thing with a virus is you cannot control it. And if yeah. you spend, if you're the New World Order uh, rat pack, then you have spent generations on building like a power structure globally where you control all the different aspects and they don't even know it because it's totally compartmentalized. Mentalized. So would you release a virus that would knock out this power structure without being able to control it? I don't think so. It doesn't make sense in my world. But since they control media to such a large extent, that's a whole different ballgame because then you, then you can use uh, media and fear to become the virus. You don't need the yeah. virus. You just need to control the outflow of, of inf- info. So I believe that the first wave, so-called wave, I don't think there was a virus at all. Hmm. And, and you, but you think it's possible that in subsequent waves, perhaps there was an actual pathogen? I mean, something. The pathogen is there, and I'm the wrong person to ask about this, really. Okay. Uh, so I, I should not say anything. But, but what I believe is that uh, when I've seen, especially in, in Sweden and a few other countries, it's like specific areas have been suddenly you have cases coming up with very bizarre symptoms. Like the the people I spoke to, they say it's like a synthetic feeling. You know, the symptoms keep moving around very odd. They never felt any. And this is very easily controlled if you like uh, spray out pathogens and chemtrails over that specific area, because then you can also control the area. You know, you can limit the damage, but still you have real victims and then you can pump it out uh, in international media. Now this is going to listen. Now it certainly and, makes sense for why there are so many, because if you were to do that, you would certainly target media centers, right? Places where there are news networks and, and large newspapers. So that would make sense. Uh, that would explain why like New York, for instance, was so uniquely hard hit 
uh, you know, in that second wave of the virus. That is always why New York and L.A. are your really big places you want to hit, because that's where so much of your influencers are, too. Mm. Think about it. There's so much influencers, totally. in, especially in New York City. It, you, yeah. Something happens, boom, across the, the, uh, the, the, the Internet. It, everybody knows about it. But also you got, uh, I mean, it was said that in the first wave that the epicenter in the U.S. was the New York, the Elmhurst Hospital. But uh, I was working together with a guy called Jason Goodman. And one of the things that he did that I thought was amazing, he was walking around the streets with his camera, just filming. And sometimes we did interviews while I was with him and like that. And he went to the hospital and it was more or less empty. And that sparked, I think that and other people doing similar things sparked uh, uh, like a global um, I don't know what to call it, but like it was hashtag film your hospital where people started going to the hospital filming them. Yeah. And it was all over the world. I got from the, all over, I think 16 different countries, I believe, where people were filming empty hospitals, empty hospital, empty hospital. So what was that? But in media, we're being told, oh my God, it's a war zone. Oh my God, there's bodies everywhere. We have to do this ice hockey rink and, and put them in three layers, uh, you know, to keep them cold. But once you were there, it's like, Nothing was happening. So a massive, big psychological operation. And I think had the mayhem been unleashed on the world with all of that, that uh, the effects of that, we wouldn't have time to go to the hospitals or even look into these things. It's only because the mayhem part was shut down. Then this doesn't match up at all. And it doesn't make any sense. And this is why so many things are weird around the Corona thing, I believe, because half of it was shut down or more than half of it. It's crazy. So let's get back to the vaccine to some, now we're on a high note. Okay, so so you go to Moderna, which is Fauci's own company, uh, backed by uh, Gates. They've been on it for a long time. They're also working closely with the Karolinska Institute in Stockholm, which is a world-famous institute. And uh, so on their own website, what they're talking about in this vaccine is, and I would like to compare the, the human body now with a computer because there's so many similarities. Uh, they say that the, if I remember right, the mRNA that is in the vaccine, in certain of these vaccines, not all of them, that is a, a synthetic operating system that can be reprogrammed once it's in you. I mean, that is like injecting a synthetic operating system, their words, into your body. Like the, the mRNA, uh, in the, if I remember right, you got the DNA, which is sort of the blueprint. The D stands for Dios, uh, God. So it's the divine blueprint that is unique in all of us. Then you have to have like a messenger, the mRNA, M stands for messenger, so that if, for instance, you have a cut in your arm, something has to communicate from your DNA saying, hello, hello, we have a problem out there. So there's communication going on. So the messenger is like, jup, 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 we need proteins down there to fix this whole thing. And suddenly, my God, my arm has healed. It's a miracle. No, it's not. It's amazing, but it's it's a communication system that needs to work. So here they're talking about injecting a synthetic different type of messenger system that will take over 
the communication between you, your DNA and your, the, your organs. I mean, and then when you see the mindset of these individuals, that is bizarre. Also, this is the thing when they say it's DNA changing. No, but it is getting the DNA, as far as I understand, to change itself. It, it, it communicates to the DNA to change itself. So it's not, it is not changing DNA. It, it, the DNA is changing itself. But the DNA is the basis of life. And also you have a slight little problem because this is going to be patented or it is patented by Fauci and Gates and so on. So just like with GMO crap, crops, 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 uh, you know, like they, they killed thousands of, of uh, farmers, not, not literally, but they've taken over their farms. Their businesses. By, yeah, by saying this little GMO seed that is patented by us just flew into your field. There's one over there. You have stolen that from us. We're going to sue the living bejesus out of you and take your farm from you. The same here, because that's our patented seed. That's how they, it's controlled that one. And here they send out a patented uh, operating system into you. And then if that connects with your system, it, the patent will be owned by them. It's bizarre to say the least. Then you have heavy metals like cobalt, mercury. And one of the things that Dolores says, uh, Cahill, is that they're still trying to figure out why these heavy metals are there because they're just doing horror to the body in many ways, <clears throat> causing all kinds of problems, you know, ADHD and Alzheimer's and all kinds of things, you know, to um, in, when they lodge into our brain tissues and so on. But <clears throat> once 5G is activated, what they're speculating and what Dolores thinks is going to happen is that they will start, the magnetic fields will be so strong that these uh, tiny little particles will start rotating and they're like uh, uh, razor blades and when they start rotating, they will start cutting uh, the, the cell membranes around them. So you will self-destruct from the inside with this. I mean, it's awful, awful. Then you got dead fetus, uh, uh, baby fetus cells. And if I understood, understood it right, uh, the reason for that is so that it will cover the synthetic uh, parts of it so that our body will not fight it as an as a alien synthetic thing because there's a fetus uh, cover on it, it will say, okay, it, at least it's human. Uh, so, and it will deal with it like it was something human, if I understand the whole thing correct. Then you got uh, all kinds of bizarre things. Also, they, as far as I understand, they delivered uh, mixed patches uh, to, to different places so that if, for instance, 400 people get injected, if all 400 dies within 24 hours, they have a problem. But if 12 dies because the patch has been mixed, then it's a different story, you know. And so they, they spread them around like that. You also got ID2020, which is a nanotechnology chip, which is in it. That's why the needles are numbered and connected with your identity. And I don't know in the US, but here in Southeast Asia and in Spain and so on, there's a lot of these uh, thermometers outside shops and uh, you have to have a mask and they would check your temperature. Have you seen that? These white things. Yeah. Okay. So I would strongly suggest, yeah, against your forehead, screw that uh, because it's like, why on earth would you do that? They started doing that in Spain and we fought that. 
but but it's that like I was talking to one and I said, no way are you going to do it to my forehead? And he said, no, not a problem. I can do it here as well. But I mean, what's in what's in between these two points? Well, something all, pretty essential. They're also that's not even a reliable measure of temperature according to everything it's I've read. Super unreliable. Like here, every day when when I get it, is I got like a Celsius thirty five point four. I should be dead. I I'm thirty five point four. That's when you are a, a body cooling yeah. off super dead so what is going on and then i saw a documentary about id 2020 with gates standing with one of them himself and it's an infrared scanner for the id 2020 they are getting us comfortable and getting us used to this this thing because it has nothing oh to do with temperature God. it's to scan it's to scan the, the the chip once it's there but now they've got the whole thing the whole system set up so that we're used to, if I want to go shopping, not a problem. Oh the food is in there. Oh, my God. I just need a mask and chip, chip, yeah, you're okay. Or when you get online on an on a, uh, airplane or whatever they're going to do, it's going to be the chip, chip with a scanner. So the scanners are already in place, and now they're going to change it. It's, uh, you, it's that the way they, they work. They do it, you know. Then another thing that Dolores told me is that uh, in some of these vaccines, I don't know how they do it, but they add things that will make you super sensitive to certain specific things. Like, uh, <laughs> that was, that it can be anything as far as I know. So next year, maybe you don't what? have a, a problem with uh, peanuts, for instance, and then you get the vaccine, you're okay, not a problem. Three, down, three months down the line, you're sitting popping some some uh, uh, what did I say peanuts you know in, in the cinema and you, suddenly your body gets a reaction that is so overwhelming that it knocks you dead so it's it's like and she says one of the things that is happening now on a big scale is that people get the vaccine they seem to be fine and then two months down the line uh, suddenly they start having massive organ failures and you're dead within 48 hours so I was talking to Dolores, which is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful person. So funny, so fearless. I mean, I love her to bits. So I said, okay, we have some people. I, I had this lecture. There was people in the audience who said, my mother has been injected. What are we going to do? And she said, bad news, bad news, bad news, and bad news. But depending on what uh, vaccine she has uh, received, one of the things you can do is to try and uh, prepare for organ failure. And she said, if you go to a doctor that you trust and say, this is the thing, my situation is, I now have this in my veins, inside my system. This is what I fear will happen. Can you please prepare so that should this happen, you know what's going on. And the way out is a massive doses of C vitamins. This, it's, I mean, we're talking big quantity C vitamins. But that is the way that the immune system have a chance to, to pull through this organ failure stage. Uh, and then once you pull out on the other side, start detoxing with everything you can to try and get it out, you know, with the uh, uh, arena. With... Sorry. We're looking at the very real possibility that some of our listeners will, will face mandatory vaccination, uh, you know, if they want to keep their job, if they want to go back to work. That's a real possibility. 
Um, okay. Is, are there distinctions between the mRNA vaccine, like the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine, and the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is an adenovirus vaccine? Is there any meaningful distinction that you've discovered between those uh, vaccines? I'm the wrong, I'm the wrong person to okay. ask. But, okay. but then you got, uh, uh, you got mandatory, and then what is the other word for that you have to do it? Uh, obligatory? Compulsory. No. Compulsory. Okay, mandatory doesn't mean that you have to do it. It's mandated, you know. So, but they're using that word as saying you have to, but it's absolutely unlawful. So, uh, I'm part of what is called the World Freedom Alliance, uh, which is uh, the head of that is Dr. Dolores Cahill. She's also the head of the World Doctors Alliance, World Freedom Alliance. Maybe I mixed it up. Anyway, so. And they are looking at, like barristers and lawyers and police and military people that are standing up are looking for ways to how to deal with this whole thing. And also with legal documents, how to get your way out of because it's so not legal what they're doing. It's, they're breaking against so many different laws. And one of the ways that uh, Dolores is saying is that you have to make people personally responsible for what they're doing. So for instance, uh, uh, she was flying to Stockholm. We were going to meet there. And she, she is the coolest ever, this individual. She is so cool. So she said, I'm going to land at uh, 3.15 p.m. I'm going to be detained for like two, three hours. So I can see you at seven. So she has in her mind, yes, I'm going to be detained. I'm going to be all of these things. And one of the, I love her. I absolutely love her. Uh, because she, uh, she, no way is she going to take the PCR test, which is part of the problem. Many of them seem to be infected now. And the PCR test, even the, the guy who invented it, Carrie uh, uh, Mullins, I think his name was, who was also the guy that was involved in finding the, the test that sh- showed H- HIV and came up with like, there, there is no, I mean, this is the thing when you get into this area is bizarre. And he, Karen Mullins, who, who get, was given the Nobel Peace Prize, he said you cannot use a PCR test to determine a, a virus or not. It, the only thing it does, it, it amplifies whatever you're looking for in a body. It will amplify and say, yeah, it's there. So, and then their carrier just happened to die just before the corona thing uh, appeared in the world. He who had just said you can't trust this PCR test. So the PCR test is absolutely useless. And also oh, the guy who basically created the PCR test died. Yeah. He died 2019 in August. Just oh before. my God. These guys. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I have not looked into his death, but it comes very I, conveniently. I know, I know, I know, I know. Crazy. Crazy. And you can find, you can find interviews with him on YouTube when he's talking about this. He said, you can absolutely not use it. And then it's being used globally and it's so not reliable at all. And also, hang on, I'm going to fetch something for you. Uh, crazy, man. This is just nuts. Well, my whole family's got it. I begged them not to. Nobody listens to me. <laughs> Nobody listens to me. It's a worry, Here man. comes Father Christmas. Okay, so I was doing a presentation the other day, and then this guy said, well, I've got a lot of PCR tests at home. You can have some. So I've been giving PCR tests. Because I'm going to send these to laboratories and check what the hell is in them. You know, this nasal swab thing, bad news again. So Yeah, well, I got that. So I'm probably going to die now. How about the anal swab? 
Of course you want to know about anal swaps. Is there any way that's any good? Uh, like, do, do you think there's a chance he'll be like, well, actually, that's the only positive one? XG, do you think that's what's going to be said? I had asked. China's a okay, so, people out there. I, I don't know. I'm speculating now, but I find this a bit strange. I mean, these are nasal things you sh- shove up your nose. Why, why, why? If you... If there is a virus, it will be in your mouth more than anywhere else, uh, if you believe. Also, the whole thing about, uh, you know, antibacteria killing um, hand wash things against viruses. Sorry, viruses are dead. They're not alive. It's not a bacteria. It's exercise. It's actually the body cells. When, they, when they, a body cell has been um, poisoned either by stress or chemicals or whatever it is, the immune system will say, get rid of it. So the immune system tells the cells more or less to puke. So they would go, and what comes out is exosomes, viruses. And they're there for a reason, you know, just like uh, in a garden, uh, you take manure and, and manure helps the flowers to grow. So it's the same thing inside of you. All of it has a function, but here we're being told that viruses and bacteria is the problem in the world. Who came up with these things? The Rockefellers. So what else? Unbelievable. In in these tests anyway. So here, can you see here? Here's one thing. And it says here, negative control. Then I got one, positive control. What the hell is that? And I I need to check these things, you know, because... uh, I'm just very confused and I, I want to see what's in them because also I don't know if to trust media or not, but there's reports coming out that, uh, that actually some of these test uh, uh, equipments are infected with the virus, that the, it's very uh, similar to the HIV is on the tip of these things. And the thing, why do they force them up your nose? I mean, Once again, we're getting very close to something very important. It's called the brain. And there's a membrane here. We have several cases where it starts leaking out brain fluid out the nose of people. What the hell? And it's like many people have said, you know, they start bleeding in the nose. Why or why or why? But I've seen, and I don't know if it's true, but I've seen people on a microscope taking some of these nasal swabs and then picking these cotton things apart and check on a virus. Uh, under a microscope and the things moving around like this you know and this is so what are they doing and i don't trust them as long far as i can spit i tell you that so well you know there's all talk in the bible about how important our dna is and you know how there are those who want to change it and and that maybe at one point our dna got so shish kebobbed that they did a giant, you know, sent a giant asteroid or whatever it was that the destroyed humanity and had, we had to start um, start all over again. So, man, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. And you just, <laughs> you, you know, it's kind of like stocks, right? I'm starting to learn stocks. And I, I tell people, I'm like, don't try to understand investing from a logical point of view understand it from a greed point of view. And that's how it starts to make sense to you. Now, if you start taking a look at what this is about, like the guy who runs the, you know, 
the human health organization has been linked to genocide. And you start looking at who's positioned here and what they're doing. When you take a look at these, you know, Amber Alert people and you find out how many of them are involved in child sex trafficking or, or associate with people like that. That's what they do with this. And it is truly, truly shocking. I want to end on this, Oli. Um, do, is there hope? Depressed. Is there hope? <laughs> God, yes, yes. What is the hope yes. we do? Let's let's give them some hope at the end because I believe no. that all this stuff they're doing, they have to do because we have all the power, and they 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 can't. They, they we're the powerful. They are the weak, and they need our consent to do all this. How do we yeah. push back? Okay, so I would suggest uh, Sam, if you look out the window. Johnny, if you look out, look out your window. Chavi, if you look out your window, I look out of my window. It's pretty goddamn beautiful out there. Okay, so we look at screens in front of us, and the screens will tell us digitally, world is hell, life is hell, everybody, there's violence everywhere, you're going to be raped, shot, killed, stabbed, whatever. And there's viruses, and there's this, and you're going to be controlled at endgame. Give up, pull down your pants, bend over, and give up. So, so what is true and what is not? I would say in my world, when looking out, there's a butterfly out there. That looks pretty real to me. Have I got any confirmation that any of this crap that is being fed me is true? You have to ask yourself, is it true just because you've heard it or you read it or you, is it true? You know, even if I'm, if I'm in, in Baltimore and a bomb goes off, you know, like two, two uh, blocks down the road, I was there. Was I really? Did you see who did it? Did you, do you know, like, it's like David Copperfield. Is it real? Where did the rabbit come from? Is it true? So what is going on here? There's a massive psyop about our, I think on, on a higher level, it's a spiritual warfare about our, our souls, you know? So, yeah, so it's like on a street level. Yeah, it looks shit scary. I can uh, totally agree with that. And on a higher level, this is the perfect university for us to evolve, you know, because, uh, you know, we would be bored to tears if we did not have some action, if we did not have some serial killers, if we did not have some traumas, if we would be bored to tears. Why did we come here? We came to evolve. So, have we spiced up the game? I would say so. We've got super psychopaths. we got superheroes. we got the whole shebang. And then we're complaining. I would say wrong approach. Victimhood, wrong approach. Bring the power back. Bring the power back. And then see it for what it is. Because the thing is, you know, um, the human eye, when you, when you see the light comes in, in the lens we have in our eye, breaks the light upside down so that on the retina you got an image that is upside down of the world but then our brain has said whoa this is getting too confusing so the the brain has just turned it up the and up. so what we see is actually upside down and what you're describing to understand the world out there you have to understand it's totally 180 percent upside down if so everything that is called the child protection services these are the ones kidnapping the children. The, the, the Defense Department, absolute bullshit. It's the, the Department of Death, Brutal, Plunder, Terror. That's the real name. The White House, no, it's a satanic house. The, turn it upside down, suddenly it makes sense. 
So I'm like, do I trust the police? Hell no. Do I trust Hells Angels? A lot more. You know, I feel a lot more, I'm, I'm surrounded by, not surrounded, but I've got uh, very close friends, former assassins, you know, do I, do I prefer them to like hang out with Will, uh, Bill Gates? And so, hell yeah, Hillary, Hillary Clinton, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, like people like that, that is portrayed as good. It's the same, everything they try to shut down, you know, a ban like vitamins, what? Vida stands for life. Everything they try to ban, look into it. It's good for you. It's fantastic. They're pointing it out. It's sort of fantastic. Thank you so much. I don't have to look anymore. Colloidal silver, all of these things. Great. And then the things they try to push on you, avoid it at all costs. So this, um, the question is, is there hope? I would say the only thing they have against us is fear. That's the only weapon they can have. Yes. They need fear to control us. So where's your fear, Sam? Where is it? Is it hiding behind the door? Is it under your seat? It's in your head. My fear is in here. It's between my ears. And the, what I love with fear is that, or the human psychic is, you cannot be have two feelings at the same time. You can't be fearful and super happy. You can't be depressed and, uh, you know, and also one thought at a time. You cannot think more than one thought at a time so if you can somehow start to control your mind you can also start turning this whole thing around because fear is always connected to the future it's always about something that has not yet happened you know so it's you can't fear the past you can fear the past repeating but it's actually something in the future that has not yet happened it's only in your mind and we're letting it control ourselves it's absolute a waste of life so i would say the more fearless you become the harder it is for them to control you and they want you fearful that's why we're being pumped with all of this so i would say to fear this is what you can get from me <laughs> fuck off yes fuck off yes. fuck off and fuck off i am yeah. not gonna let myself be controlled by fear and it's it's the same for all of us so i would very much like to finish with a little uh picture of what I believe is going on. Uh, I saw this presentation that really made sense to me. It was a very short one. It was about 3D reality, 4D and 5D. And what he said was like 3D reality is where most of us have been for generations, where we believe what we're being told. We believe the government is there to help us, to support us. We, leave, we believe in law and order. We believe to be good, obedient uh, citizens, pay tax, and uh, whatever is in the media is truth, you know. So, okay. Then, and, and 3D is framed in, literally framed by fear, control system fear like that. 4D, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with 3D or 4D. It's just different, just like on a, on a, a radio thing when you start tuning into stations you go in between from one station to another station and in between you got a lot of <laughs> that's the confusion when you go from one to the other then 40 everything looks the same but this is where most of us are at this point where suddenly we like holy shit this doesn't make any sense anymore the things that were so i believed in before it's so upside down just like we were talking about now that's 40 and in 4D are where the controllers have been all along. And they have 
known what's going on and been so deliberately keeping us in 3D where they can be control us. Because here now suddenly we see them, it's the Wizard of Oz, boom, the curtain is pulled and oh my God, I see you. I see what you're doing. So this is where they do not want us. But this is also where a lot of, of frustration, anger, despair, sadness, all of the confusion comes up and where the inner work of all of us is so important so that we don't spread our crap on others, you know, but we take responsibility and deal with whatever is inside us. And then... 5D is where, uh, you know, Buddha, uh, Mahatma Gandhi, gurus, whatever, have been up there many. Sometimes uh, some of us go, go there through ayahuasca or bufu or, or LSD or whatever, get up to an experience where we suddenly see, oh, my God, all is one. It's all an illusion. It's like there is no good and evil. There is no bad or good. It's all a theater play for us to evolve as spiritual beings, 5D. So keep that yes. image in the mind. And then you got, there was another bearded guru type in 2010 who said that by the year 2012, if you remember, that was an interesting year. He said, humanity will be separated in two groups, just like a train station and a train. Uh, by the year 2012, the people would have chosen either train station or a train, and the, the train starts moving up. He said, by the year 2015, the train will have started getting momentum, but there would still be possibilities for people at the train station to say, whoa, hang on, I've, I've changed my mind and start running, make a runner for it and get on board on the train. By the year 2020, no way in hell. The separation is complete. There, you can't even, there's nothing. In, and if you think of that and then combine it with the image of 3D and 4D, it's like we, we, I would suggest that we are in 4D and many people are, have chosen to be in 3D. And for them, we look like absolute crazy individuals that are saying bizarre, extreme stuff. We are standing here seeing it, it totally upside down saying, why can't you see it? Don't you understand what's going on? And the answer is no, they can't see it and they do not understand because it's like listening to different radio channels. And there's, it's very, you cannot reach each other anymore. And so there's a lot of, of uh, heartbreaking things going on, separations in families and spouses and friends and family, you know, like where suddenly we can't reach each other. And a lot of fighting starts going on where it's like a trench war, where it's like, I'm right and you're wrong. You know, this whole thing, don't you understand? Don't you do that? And it becomes a, a war instead. And I would suggest that maybe it's time for us to accept that we're just on different paths. We're on different journeys. On a spiritual level, the one is not different than the other. It's just different paths we've taken. So instead of fighting, maybe we should say, listen, my brother, I bless you. I wish you all the well. I wish that I could reach your heart. But at this point, I cannot. And instead of arguing and criticizing you, I would be on my path. And I, you know, anytime I can be of assistance or of service, I'm here for you. But until then, and so, because, and then start focusing on the people that are on the train, you know, our new family, our new tribe, wherever we are going, I don't know where this train is going, 
but I think it's heading to something. If we choose to do it in a, in a correct way, nonviolent way, it can turn into something extremely beautiful. But there is this, uh, this incredible exercise of, of letting go, detachment of friends, families, everything we, we believe in. And I think also from 40 up to 5D, there's an ego death, the death of our ego as well, which is a really rough one and difficult one to deal with, but part of this whole thing. So I would suggest that most of us, I can almost guarantee you that uh, every single day is like a new challenge where old, old crap comes up and things that is not healed is coming up to the surface and you feel my, oh God, I'm, I thought I had dealt with that. What the hell is going on? There must be something wrong with me because here it comes again and again and again. No, it's part of this birth process that we're in. <coughs> I cannot agree more. Sorry, there's all this chaos in the background. My ap- apologies, <coughs> but I couldn't agree more with everything that you're saying right now. Uh, it is 100% a spiritual war. And, you know, everybody can say whatever they want about uh, my friend Eddie Bravo, always oh, a flat earther, whatever. I love him to pieces. And a long time ago, he was like, if you don't get it now, I can't help you. You either get it or you don't. And I just got to move on. And I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more, man. And uh, it's just it's a spiritual battle. Either get it or you don't. It really hurts when it comes along family lines. That is the hardest. And I, I, I've just, I've been called crazy by almost everybody in my personal circle. And I, I just, some point, I just got to be like, you're just going to do what you're going to do. And I can't help it. I can only control myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have two daughters. I think those are the only people I'll be able to fight for. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're, and it just sucks. And I'm just going to do the best I can. And, you know, for me, Oli, this episode has been very enlightening and I, I love it very much. And I think the truth is it's like, yeah, turn off your television, turn off. I, I, I you know, I get lost in social media too. I want to write wrongs, like some kind of vigilante, but mm. I'm not going to change anybody's mind. So I have to kind of let it go. So I have to say nothing but, Love and appreciation for you for coming on. You uh, dropped some serious knowledge. And, you know, I, I appreciate the hard work. I, I, you know, I hope you are, you stay safe because you're, you're dancing with some dangerous hombres. And I hope you uh, are safe. And I, I, the work you do is like what, you're, what we're here to do is spread love, spread information, and enlighten others. But, you know, you can't make them. You know, you can you can take a horse to water. You can't make it drink. So I love you very much, Oli. I appreciate you. If you want to uh, have anybody check any websites or anything like that, give it to us right now. That uh, I'm sure our listeners would love to be able to check out more of your stuff. First of all, I think uh, uh, the wording we use. It, you know, you spell a word. It's it's what the spell mean you spell a word the spelling so it's the wording is very important and for me to fight for peace or to fight you you misunderstood it if we fight that has nothing to do with peace so we have to become peaceful i'm not saying wimps i'm saying stand in the truth 
But the fine, as soon as you go violent, it's their game. And they're so much better at it than we are. They got all the whatever crap. It's a old John Lennon explode. line. John Lennon said that. Yeah, it's once you, once you it's, start playing their game, man, it's, they, they've been doing that for far longer than we've been doing anything. And they're the experts sure. at it. And, and so I would suggest, once again, let go of fear. That's, that's the thing. Work on your inner mind. Let go of fear, become fearless. It's like you, you say, I, I uh, swim in dark waters or whatever. Yeah, big sharks. So maybe I'm going to die. The thing is, if I'm going to die, I'm, they say I'm going to die anyway, at least I'm going to die, go, yay, baby, I did my very best. I'm going to be proud of myself and I'm going to get what an adventure. Amazing. I got it all romance thrillers death threats you know the whole shebang <laughs> meeting people like yourself fantastic so if it's game over boom or i can stay like a gray little rat and be totally controlled by fear and then leave this earth one day i feel absolutely like what the hell did i do with my life so i said i prefer like this so i have nothing against the sharks whatever they are because they're really helping me to evolve and thanks to them we are meeting as well well, so, only it is abundance versus scarcity. You live in abundance and the fear is scarcity. And yeah. I, I, I love it, man. And it's like they, they, they leverage death against the scarcity of life. And mm. when you don't fear death, it, it, they have no power over you. And I That's appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. So what website would you like them to check out? I would, my website is lightonconspiracies.com. <clears throat> I get shut down everywhere at the moment. I just had my Vimeo account deleted here with hundreds and hundreds of videos, YouTube channel destroyed, all of these things because of hate speech. Isn't it kind of interesting, the, the wording bullying and hate speech? So there you go. And the thing is, it's just, okay, regroup, breathe and get on with it. It's like an exercise if you're in the gym and you don't have any weights, you would get bored to tears. Here we have problems, so-called problems, to evolve. So get on with it. Uh, I would very much like to, if I can point out that the, the Apache Nation in, in the uh, uh, San Carlos Reservation in, in Arizona are facing or have been facing for many years a horrible problem because Monsanto has buried thousands of barrels of Agent Orange on the reservation. It's leaking out. It's destroying, it's, it's destroying the Gila River. And they have even a generation called the generation, the Orange Generation because of the children being deformed. So, so I would very much like to put the attention on their situation instead of on my website. And uh, please, please, if you can assist them or make uh, awareness of what's going on there so that we at least can clean that side up. I mean, it's awful, awful. It's such as we should be ashamed of ourselves to even let it happen. But if I can finish with a prayer. Yes. Uh, I, I am not religious because I think so often religion is used as a control uh, tool. But I have this uh, prayer that I absolutely love. And it goes like this. <clears throat> May the entire universe be filled with peace and joy, love and light. That is the entire, every single square inch be filled with peace and joy, love and light. May everyone, and especially the ones who hurt us, especially the ones who hurt us, be filled with peace and joy, love and light. May the light of truth overcome all darkness, so victory to that light. Indirectly, we have to thank the bigger the assholes, the bigger the teachers. <laughs> you know, this is such a horrible one. I wish it was not true, but it is. 
So indirectly on a spiritual level, we have to thank these absolute super psychopaths for helping us to like get a sledgehammer in the forehead and wake up because we've been too lazy to do it without them. Well, Oli, thank you very much. I really appreciate you and uh, you are, um, you spread love and I, and I am a giant fan and, and, and honored <laughs> to have you on our show. So thank you, brother. I appreciate you. My absolute pleasure. Thank you guys for checking out. We love you, Swarm. I hope you enjoyed it and just spread love and we will definitely do it again soon. Thank you guys very much. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.